Welcome to Joy Fueled and Jesus Led. I'm your host, Tony Daniels, sharing real life stories and practical tools that not only help you know you're not alone, but also help you become the emotional, spiritual ninja warrior you've always wanted to be. In this episode, I dive into the burning question that has shaped my entire life's journey, inspiring me to actually begin this podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tony, and today I want to share just a little bit about where this podcast and this YouTube channel, both of them called Joy Field and Jesus Led, came from, where the name for both of these came from. And it all started when I was a teenager, about probably 16 years old in high school. I went to a public high school, and really many people said they were Christians back then, um, but I didn't know very many that actually knew what that meant or had a relationship with God, right? And so I was a part of a church, a very large church. I think at the time it was like 6,000 members. And it was, it was, they were doing the best at being institutional church back in that day uh, that, that could ever happen. They were a very felt needs church. Uh, They had a, a huge rec center where we played sports and hung out. They had an enormous youth group. And really my my youth pastor, uh, Don Gilbert, was incredible and he still is. Um, and he had a vision for really training leaders. And so his passion wasn't to grow the youth group and make it bigger. His passion really was to make disciples. And he worked at doing that uh, very uh, tenaciously. And during that time, so I was in the leadership department of the church, and I just wanted everything Jesus had for me. And my family had been a part of that church since I was seven or eight years old. I think I had come to Christ um, at eight. And um, by then I was 16. So I had been there for my entire life growing up there in that church setting. And I remember we would spend goodness, we'd spend three hours on a Sunday morning at church and then another hour and a half that evening. So that's four and a half hours at church on Sunday as a family. And then Wednesday nights, we would go have dinner up there and then do our program. So we'd be up there another three hours on Wednesday nights. So that's three, four, five, six, seven. We were probably at church 10 hours a week, almost. And not to mention just the fun activities that youth groups do and such and Bible studies. I don't, don't forget Bible study. (laughs) So literally my family was involved almost 10 hours a week in our church. And I loved our church. I love our church, loved our church. It's very different now. And I live in a different city, but even so as wonderful as our church was, I remember as a 16 year old who worked in a secular place. I went to school in a secular place and I lived at home with my family. I remember thinking, how do I get church? What I experience when I'm there with my youth pastor and our friends, you know, we experience deep heart to heart connection. We experienced the presence of God. We really did. We listened to him. We worshiped uh, together and there was this deep connection with each other and with God. And I, but then I would leave that and I'd go home. And at home, I did not feel uh, emotionally connected to my family or spiritually connected to my family. 
And, and of course at school, I didn't know how to connect emotionally or spiritually with anyone there either. And at work, not even there. And my boss was even a Christian um, at my job. So, but lacking that connection in other areas of my life. And I remember the driving question for me became, how do I get church? What happens at church? These deep connections out of the church building and into real life into my family and into my place of work and into my relationships with my friends at school. And that question continued to drive me, uh, I think, uh, to become a church planter, which is what I ended up doing uh, just a few years later, uh, dedicated my life to missions and decided to go into sociology to be able to study societies and groups and how they function. And then ultimately, how do we be church in a way that uh, will infuse society with the presence of Christ instead of isolating the presence of Christ in a building, in a place called, called what people would call a church um, that, that was not the church. It was not being the body of Christ, right, in the world. So that, that was the driving question that has carried me on this pretty incredible journey to an atheistic country where we lived with agnostics and atheists for 18 years, trying to figure out how do we live Christ in a way that's effective in real community and real society that where, where there isn't even a church to depend on, right? How do we do that? And how, are, how can we be Christian and be Christ in a way, communally, in a way that's viral, uh, that, that is contagious that people could easily grab and replicate in their own environments, right? And how can we be the body of Christ in a way that's that that transformation is sustainable? So that's the two things we we Matt and I, my husband and I, were looking for in in being an expression of church is how do we be Christ together in community in the world in a way that's virally multipli multipliable or that can be multiplied very easily. So it's simple and it's transformative um, and it's sustainable. Uh, that transformation is lasting, right? And eventually that led us to Luke 10 and um, the rhythms that we practice with Luke 10 and the training that I've developed there and developed with Kent and John and others in that, in that community. So, I wanted to give a background for what this channel is all about or what this podcast is all about if you're listening on the podcast um, and where it came from. And it came out of that heart's cry. How do we be that? How do we get church out of the church? How, even the best of church, right? The best church ever that provides that connecting heart to heart with each other and with God. How do we get that out of the building and into our daily lives? Um, and so now I work and do coaching with people on how to do that in family and how to do that in a business setting and how to do that if you are church planting in a church planting setting. And this podcast and um, YouTube channel, you know, in, in these areas, I hope to give you stories of how I do that with my own family, how I'm doing that with um, business as I interact with different businesses and as my husband works in, in business and how we do that in church planting as well and how we train leaders and all of those areas. So that's my hope is that uh, you too will be able to live the body of Christ in, in your daily life and not only in a church building setting. So I hope that gives some clarity around what this is and why uh, what these stories are for and and hope that that does encourage you to live joy-fueled and Jesus-led in all areas of your life as well. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Joyfield and Jesus Land. My heart's cry is how do we get the best of church out of the building and into our daily lives? How can we be church every day in such a way that is simple, viral, and transformational, not only in our own lives, but the world around us as well? If this story piqued your interest and you'd like to know more, don't hesitate to visit lk10.com and check out our training there. Until next time.